everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast for Thursday, June 22nd, 20 and 23. I'm your host, Bling Vera. Seems like just yesterday when I said it was June 6th, 666. And now it's the freaking 22nd. You guys want to get into some AP News headlines, please? The search for the missing Titanic submersible passes the critical 96-hour mark for oxygen supply. The search for the missing submersible on an expedition to view the wreckage of the Titanic passed the critical 96-hour mark Thursday when breathable air could have run out, a grim moment in the intense effort to save the five people aboard. The Titan submersible was estimated to have about a four-day supply of breathable air when it launched Sunday morning in the North Atlantic, but experts have emphasized that was an imprecise approximation to begin with and could be extended if passengers have taken measures to conserve breathable air, like I said, like I said in my last episode. Hold, let's all hold our breath for as long as we can, as long as they don't light a candle in there. And it's not known if they survive since the subs was, I don't think that they're alive. I think if, I think, I don't think that they're alive. Sorry. Rescuers have rushed ships, planes, and other equipment to the site of the disappearance on Thursday. The U.S. Coast Guard said an undersea robot sent by a Canadian ship had reached the seafloor, while a French research institute said a deep-diving robot with cameras, lights, and arms also joined the operation. Authorities are hoping underwater sounds might help narrow their search, whose coverage area has been expanded to thousands of miles, twice the size of Connecticut, and in waters two and a half miles deep. That's four kilometers, Sweden. The Titan was reported overdue Sunday afternoon about 435 miles south of St. John's, Newfoundland, and it was on its way to where the iconic ocean liner sank. More than a century ago, Ocean Gate Expeditions, which is leading the trip, has been chronicling the Titanic's decay and the underwater ecosystem around it via yearly voyages since 2021. By Thursday morning, Hope was running out that anyone on board the vessel will be found alive. I said to look for signal flares, to wait, to let's call off the search in the day, or at least let's tone it down. Let's, let's conserve all our energy. Let's conserve all our resources until nightfall. And then let's start looking around with lights and stuff. And, and, but mainly, mainly at this point, let's start looking, conserving all of our efforts and let's look for signal flares. Because that's about, the, that's the only chance that we've got here. If we haven't contacted them by third, and so let's just wait for signal flares. And that's what I said. And that's what I said in the last episode. Go back and listen. It was a good one too. GOP's Bobert wanted to impeach Biden, but House Speaker McCarthy had other plans. Washington AP, a surprise effort by hard right House Republicans to impeach President Joe Biden, has been sidelined for now. But the ability of GOP Representative Lauren Boebert to force the issue to a House vote demonstrates the ever escalating challenge Speaker Kevin McCarthy faces in controlling his Republican majority. Does anyone care about this? (laughs) Does anyone... The impeachment resolution which charges Biden with high crimes and misdemeanors over his handling of the U.S. border with Mexico, angered GOP colleagues who were caught off guard by the unscripted move. Even though it was not expected to pass Thursday, the vote would have politically been politically tough for GOP lawmakers and a potentially embarrassing spectacle for McCarthy splitting his party. Who freaking cares? Instead, McCarthy negotiated a deal with Boebert, the Colorado Republican, to send the Biden impeachment resolution for review to the Judiciary and Homeland Security. Okay, cool. Nice waste of time, guys. There's only 
one more year, right, for this administration to be in power, quote unquote, in, in power. What are you doing? And you're trying to impeach the president on like border shit. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> There's a reason why no one likes politicians. There's a reason why all the clowns in D.C. are like losing and stuff. It's, and it's because of behavior like this. They're wasting taxpayer money to just do dumb, like, political divisive stuff. And it's dumb. Like, normal, average, everyday people who are, like, kind of like me, but not entirely, they don't want to hear it anymore. They don't want the Democrat versus Republican argument. They don't care about that anymore. Or maybe I'm just, let me just speak for myself, can I? I don't care. I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. I don't. And I'm not going to identify with either. But if you guys are going to waste your time and taxpayer money trying to, well, let's get this filed so we can get an impeachment for Joe Biden, the president of the United States, work on getting someone else reelected or, or elected. Not someone else, not Joe Biden reelected. Someone else elected previously and worked on, let's, yeah. Let's not make America great again. Or, or let's try and make America great again. Does that have to be through Trump? No, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. But could we try to, like, not waste our time on this other nonsense? Stupid. What a waste of time. What a waste of time. What a waste of time and resources and stupidity. And these are people that work for the government. They're ba- paid by your taxpayer. Every your income tax and your sales tax or whatever tax, all, this, all the taxes that go to the government for war and bombs and um, the most expensive weapon in U.S. history, the inferior F-35, Lockheed Martin. All your taxpayer money goes to Lockheed Martin anyways. Next story. In a rowdy scene, House censures Representative Adam Schiff over Trump-Russia investigations. Here we go again. Here we go again. Washington AP, the House voted Wednesday to censure California Representative Adam Schiff for comments he made several years ago about investigations into Donald Trump's ties to Russia, rebuking the Democrat and frequent critic of the former president along party lines. Who freaking cares? The dumbest, like, these are adults too. Adult government workers. Schiff becomes the 25th House lawmaker to be censured. He was defiant ahead of the vote, saying he will wear the formal disapproval as a badge of honor and charging his GOP colleagues of doing the former president's bidding. I will not yield, Schiff, who is running for the Senate in his home state, said during debate over the measure. Not one inch. When it was time for Schiff to come to the front of the chamber to be formally censured, immediately after the vote, the normal solemn ceremony turned into more of a celebratory, yeah, more of a freaking ruckus racket. Dozens of Democrats crowded to the front, clapping and cheering for Schiff and patting him on the back. They chanted, no, shame, and Adam, Adam. (laughs) Good one, guys. Keep up the good work there. Keep that up. That's why you're losing. That's why no one cares. And that's why everyone's leaving California. I'll go ahead and say it. Don't get me all worked up. How much more time is left in the entire episode? Lucky me. Supreme Court rules against Navajo Nation in Colorado River water rights case. Let me guess, they lost? Yeah. Washington AP, the Supreme Court ruled against the Navajo Nation on Thursday in a dispute involving water from the drought-stricken Colorado River. 
States that draw water from the river, Arizona, Nevada, and Colorado, and water districts in California that are also involved in the case had urged the court to decide for them, which the justices did in a 5-4 to four ruling. Colorado had argued that siding with the Navajo Nation would undermine existing agreements and disrupt the management of the river. The Biden administration had said that if the court were to come down in favor of the Navajo Nation, the federal government could face lawsuits from any other tribes. Okay, so that's why they didn't rule. Lawyers from the National Nation had characterized the tribe's request as modest, saying they simply were seeking an assessment of the tribe's water needs and a plan to meet them. The facts of the case go back to treaties that the tribe and federal government signed in 1849 and 1868. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they're working out anymore, does it? Not a surprise that the white man, or the United States, let's just say the United States against Native Americans, no surprise that they're still not really helping out 1849 and 1868. Fuck out of here. The second treaty established the reservation of the tribe's permanent home as a promise the Navajo Nation says includes a sufficient supply of water. Yep. In 2003, the tribe sued the federal government, arguing it had failed to consider or protect the Navajo Nation's water rights to the lower portion of the Colorado River. Well... Is anyone shocked about that? They also stole the entire nation from the Navajo Nation, so, or just that entire area? Yeah. Brought disease? Yeah, okay, thanks for the modern medicine. Thanks for the modern diseases, too. Is it chicken? Here's how the first bite of cell cultivated meat tastes. When I told friends and family I was reporting on the first chicken meat grown from an animal cells, their first comment was, ew. Their second comment was, how does it taste? Let me guess. Hold on. I, hold on. I haven't even read this. Let me guess. It tastes like chicken? Idiots. The short answer, you've probably heard the sentence before in other contexts, tastes like chicken. What is the world coming to? Like, God damn it. Honestly, I'm getting, I get worked up and I get pissed about stuff like this now. I'm a vegetarian, dude. I'm, I'm going to be vegan probably. I like milk and stuff, but I'm probably just going to be vegan. I, I, against my will, begrudgingly, begrudgingly, I'm going to become vegan. Begrudgingly. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. I, I don't. I doubt I could because I'm probably going to wear like animal products at some point too. So yeah. Leather shoes. Like, how, how are you supposed to not wear leather shoes at some point? Waterproof boots. I don't know. I, it depends on how vegan. If it's a vegan diet, that's, that's one thing. I used to have a belt before I lost it in Phoenix. It was made out of rubber. Like, it was recycled car tires and stuff. It was a good belt. I lost a lot of stuff in Phoenix. Like, my soul and dignity. The longer answer, which folds in... The eel response is more nuanced, yet it's strange to think of eating a totally new kind of meat, chicken that doesn't come from a chicken, meat that will be sold as cell-cultivated chicken after the U.S. Agriculture Department on Wednesday gave the green light to two California firms. But it's also interesting and exciting to taste test the first offerings of a new era in meat production. Now I'm, gonna be, I'm vegetarian now. No doubt about it, I'm a vegetarian which aims to eliminate harm to billions of animals slaughtered for food. How about we just aim to eliminate harm and just become vegetarian? Let's all become vegetarian. I'm not going to preach about it. That's your decision. How about you just raise your own chickens to be healthy chickens, healthy, happy chickens? Because you're too busy uh, working your hourly wage and trying to get on, and, and too busy uh, frantically smoking cigarettes on your 15-minute break so your manager doesn't come down on you and write you up. 
for your 15 minute lunch break, 30 minute break? How's your retail job going? Exciting and enjoyable? Well, you should go back to school and get a degree so you don't have to, so you can get a better job. So you don't have to eat. Get out of my face. And to dramatically reduce the environmental effects of grazing, growing feed for those animals, and dealing with their animal waste, which is a lot. Fancying up to the meat paradox. Did you know that most gorillas are vegetarian? Chimpanzees are mostly vegetarian as well, but they are omnivores. So it just depends on where they're at, um, depending on their geography and their, uh, the ecosystem that they're in. It depends on how much insects they'll eat, how much meat they'll eat, squirrels, snakes, whatever. They'll eat that stuff out there in Africa. However, it should be noted that gorillas are, from my understanding, uh, herbivores. herbivores. We'll, we'll all accidentally eat a termite here or there, swallow a bug riding the bike. So, you know. I'm a lifelong meat eater. I'm also a victim of the meat paradox, a term scientists use to describe the psychological conflict that occurs in people who like to eat meat but don't like to contemplate the animals that died providing it. The meat paradox. I got a meat paradox for yous. As someone who has reported on foodborne illness, outbreaks, and slaughterhouse safety, I'm keen, keenly aware of the chicken on my dinner plate probably suffered to get there, and that fact makes me uneasy if I dwell on it too much. So I was hoping, I was open to trying a different kind of meat. And also curious to see, I've got a different kind of meat for you. I've got something different for you to try. Now take my hand. Let's go on a walk around the junkyard. Let's go on a moonlight walk around the junkyard. And then over there in the corner, where it's really dark, we'll have a meat dinner. Freaking meat curtains. <laughs> <laughs> close the meat curtains. <laughs> the meat curtains. We'll close the meat curtains and get that tube steak out. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Disgusting. That is pretty gross, though. Yeah. Meat curtains of a different kind. In Europe's empty churches, prayer and confessions make way for drinking and dancing. Michelin, Belgium, AP. The confessionals where generations of Belgians admitted their sins stood stacked in a corner of what was once Sacred Heart Church. Proof the stalls, as well as the Roman Catholic house of worship, had outlived their purpose. The building is to close down for two years while a cafe and concert stage are added with plans to turn the church into a new cultural hotspot in the heart of Michelin. Michelin? Michelin? Almost within earshot of where Belgium's archbishop lives. Yeah. Around the corner, a former Franciscan church it is now a luxury hotel where music star Stromae, Stroma spent his wedding night in stained glass windows. Across Europe, the continent that nurtured Christianity for most of two millennia, churches, convents, and chapels stand empty and increasingly derelict as faith and church attendance shriveled over the past half century. That is painful. Quote, that is painful. I will not hide it. On the other hand, there is no return to the past possible. Close quote. Major Johnny Johan Bonnie Bishop, Antwerp, told the Associated Press, 
Something needs to be done, and now yeah, we got to go on a crusade. We got to we got to convert some people and make them start obeying. We got we got to convert them to they convert to Christianity or die. Start obeying or die. Something needs to be done. It needs to be done now. Evermore of the once sacred structures are repurposed for anything from clothes shops and climbing walls to nightclubs. Okay. No. No. Sign of the times. We should get rid of police too while we're at it. Okay, here we go. Microsoft U.S. regulators head to court over $69 billion deal that could reshape video gaming. San Francisco AP. Microsoft on Thursday will try to gain clearance to complete a $69 billion takeover of video game maker Activision Blizzard in a legal showdown with U.S. regulators that will reshape a pastime that's bigger than the movie and music industries combined. Wow. There's that many people wasting their time playing video games. My yeah, and the church is worried about it. I was going to just get to the meat curtains. The battle will pit Microsoft's ambition to expand its video game imprint beyond its Xbox console against the U.S. Federal Trade Commission's bid to block a deal that it contends will stifle competition and innovation to the detriment of consumers. It's the latest twist in a deal that was announced 17 months ago. Both Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella and Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick are expected to testify at some point during five days of hearings in San Francisco before U.S. District Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley. They'll conclude June 29th. FTC lawyers will call upon experts and a top executive from for Sony, the maker of the industry-leading PlayStation video game console, to show why Microsoft will gain an unfair advantage if it is allowed to blend its Xbox franchise. Okay, so that's what this is about. <clears throat> it's a competition between Sony and Xbox. It has nothing to do with anything else. It's just Sony thinking like, "Oh, you guys are going to get you guys you guys are going to get better games than us, and then we're not going to we're not going to sell as many video games to other idiots." Uh, acquisition that will get ownership of popular video game types such as Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush. And you guys are going to get the rights. You guys are going to get an unfair advantage of Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush. I'm going to make sure that the district court judge hears about it. And then, work, and then we'll have to make it a fair playing field because, because we're making too much money selling because we can't keep up with demand. Uh, uh, we can't PlayStation 5. Uh, why? Hello? Let's get rid of my phone. Get rid of this freaking thing. Get rid of, and get rid of all... I, I wanted to get a job. I actually have an interview today. I got to get ready for him here in a minute take a shower and shave and like look presentable slam a few freaking seven up and sprites before i go and get some confidence <laughs> and, and it's an actual real job too at least I, I believe so so it's not working in retail it's not it doesn't seem like it's one we can get uh, is it okay if i go home early today because uh i have another job interview that uh is it okay if i go if is it okay if i take is it okay if I have a 45-minute a lunch instead of a 30-minute lunch today? Because um, I'm really hungry. <laughs> and I just got paid for the first time after a few weeks. Is it cool if I just take a longer lunch? Uh, no? I have to get back and sell some more stuff? Okay. All right. I'll get written up. All right. Sorry. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I got to get ready for an interview. Get out of my face. Lean green flying machines take wing in Paris, heralding transport revolution. Le, Le Bourget. Le Bourget. 
Les Bouges, France, AP, just a dot on the horizon at first, the bug-like and surprisingly quiet electrically powered craft buzzes over Paris and its traffic snarls, treating its doubtless awestruck passenger to privileged vistas of the Eiffel Tower and the city's signature zinc gray rooftops before landing him or her with a gentle downward hover. And thus, if all goes to plan, could a new passage in aviation history be written? Whoever wrote this? Hold on a second. John Light... John Leicester? Leicester? John Light... It's Leicester. John Leicester? Excellent work. And thus, if all goes to plan, could a new page in aviation history be written? After years of dreamy and not always credible talk of skies filled with flying, non-polluting electric taxis, the aviation industry is preparing to deliver a future that it says is now just around the corner. Capitalizing on its moment in the global spotlight, the Paris region is planning for a small fleet of electric flying taxis to operate on multiple routes when it hosts the 2024 Olympics and Paralympic Games next summer, unless aviation regulators in China beat Paris to the punch by greenlighting a pilotless taxi for two passengers under development there. The French capital's prospective operator, Volocopter of Germany, could be the first to fly taxis commercially if European regulators give their okay. I thought it was done. That's actually really interesting because I'd say we're about, what, 23 years behind jetpacks? <laughs> weren't we supposed to have jetpacks by now okay it's an electric flying helicopter a quadcopter okay it doesn't have a taxi all right okay i guess i'll trust it go to ocean gate titan down to see the titanic all right we'll go down there and see it and then everyone's gonna lose communication with us in one and a half hour we'll all hold our breath no seriously we're supposed to have jetpacks by now it's about time I'd say that this whole quadcopter thing, this drone revolution for taxi list, uh, yeah, flying around, I'd say that's our first step towards jetpack. So you have my vote. A year after fall of Roe, 25 million women live in states with abortion bans or tighter restrictions. One year ago, Saturday, the U.S. Supreme Court rescinded a five decade old right to abortion, prompting a seismic shift in debates about politics, values, freedom, and fairness. 25 million women of childbearing age now live in states where the law makes abortion harder to get than they were before the ruling. Decisions about the law are largely in the hands of state lawmakers and courts. Most Republican-led states have restricted abortion. 14 ban abortion in most cases at any point in pregnancy. 20 Democratic-leaning states have protected excess to abortion. Here's a look. Laws have been enacted in 25 states to ban restrict abortion last summer as women and medical providers began to navigate a landscape without legal protection for abortion nancy davis's doctors advised her to terminate her pregnancy the fetus she was carrying had no skull and was expected to die soon after birth well it doesn't have a skull it doesn't seem to have it's a racer head yeah david lynch movie <laughs> fans and listeners tuning in at home no yeah that that's a that's digging in the crates. That's a deep cut on that one. Yeah, it's a racer head. They're what they're talking about. You want to give birth to a like a weird thing? You want a nightmarish you want this child to have a nightmarish existence? Do you want to have a you want to wake up in a nightmare? And then no, instead of advising her to get an abortion, have her watch a racer head. First. Have her watch David Lynch's racer head. <laughs> do that first and then we'll like okay we'll, just, okay, we'll get you in a, 
But doctors in Louisiana where Davis lived would not. Let's have all the doctors watch Eraserhead. Let's watch all the doctors. Let's watch every, everyone in Louisiana. Guess what? You get to watch Eraserhead. But doctors in Louisiana where Davis lived would not provide the abortion due to a new law banning throughout most states. That is actually all I have. And, and that's not the abortion thing there on that one. It's for like health and medical reasons. It's not for like, well, you know, we don't want the baby. Just have all those doctors. Let's have them watch it. It doesn't seem like it has a skull. Well, we could... Uh, we could give it a try, but... Uh, hmm. No, no, it doesn't have a head. Yeah, well... Give me a break. How much more time do we have? Freaking lit now. Five more minutes? Oh, well, if you're responsible. If you're responsible, you don't need an abortion. If you're lonely like me, you're not going to ever need an abortion ever. Mm -mm. It takes two to tango. Sure. But you're not going to need an abortion like me. I never, I've, no, I've never got an abortion. Never. No, nope, nope. Never participated in it. Never considered it. Never said like, well, maybe we should, it's not right. Maybe we should get an abortion. It's never happened. I've always been responsible. But then again, it's been years anyways. There's a, oh, there's a pretty gal out there somewhere. Not a pretty boy. Mm -mm. Nope. <laughs> Trust me, I've thought about it. <laughs> I've thought about it, but no. It's not right. Not for me, it's not right. It's not right. So there's a pretty gal out there. I know... Stop. I know guys can't get pregnant. I know this already. But there's a pretty gal out there. Some women can't get pregnant either. Their eggs have dried up. They're born with a finite number of eggs. You get too old. It's just like keeping a bunch of eggs in a refrigerator. You get too old, you don't want to eat those eggs. Get rid of them. I've actually seen, seen a bunch of chi chickens are gross animals. They actually will poop on their eggs while they're roosting on them. They'll have one rooster that get just nailed next, 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 next. One rooster will fertilize all the hens, and the hens will sit in a hen house and make a bunch of noise, and then they'll they'll all shit on each other's eggs. And their own. And their own. And then when one of the when the babies do hatch, and one of them does have a set of babies, a litter. The, the hens will eat them. The other hens will eat them or kill them. So, let's keep raising chickens to eat. I'm telling you, gorillas are herbivores. Prove me wrong. Change my mind. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Baboons. Baboons, I think, are omnivores. Chimpanzees are omnivores. Gorillas are not. They're herbivores. So, now what do you guys want to talk about? got a couple minutes left i actually had i actually had a little bit of um bonus material but i'm not i don't think i'm gonna include it unless you want to go outside and listen to some blackbirds and have me go railing on about some blackbirds get pissed about some blackbirds but i had to stick my hand into some green water today to fix this fountain on the junkyard and now i'm all paranoid about parasites like waterborne parasites it's called swimmer's itch. It's a something, it's real. It's called swimmer's itch. And it's these like, uh, they come from snails. 
And the snails, the parasites that live on snails, and those parasites try to live on birds. It's, a, it's an avian parasite. And so they try to live on birds, but they can't live on humans. However, they don't know it's a parasite. It's a, like a one-celled creature, pretty much. It's a, it's a microscopic parasite. And so when you reach your hand into like green water, dirty water, algae blooms, and there's a bunch of algae there, uh, there's, a, there's a chance that these parasites might be in the water. And they're waiting for birds to come by and, and drink out of the water so that they can hitch a ride on the bird, infect the bird, lay their eggs, the bird goes lands in more water, more parasites get born, it gets on snails and stuff, and that, that's it just, yeah, COVID-19. A wet market comes from Wuhan. Just one, one, one host can ruin the world, ruin it for everybody. How many people does it take to ruin a party? One. How many sparks do you need to start a fire? One. So I've reached my hand in there to fix this pump and to get it connected and to like wedge some, some tiles and to, to keep the pump like in the right spot. And I was like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, I think uh, my, my arm's starting to itch already. I washed it off with hot water, but I don't know. And I was telling a junkyard owner, I was like, if my arm starts itching, if I start getting some... <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. He's like, bling, yeah, okay, zip it. I'm telling you, and I'm just, it's under hot water, my arm's scolding. I was like, I think it's starting to itch. I don't know. We need some jetpacks. Let's go outside and listen to some blackbirds. Bonus material. If you guys enjoyed this show, make sure to tell all your friends. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to you. I all hopped up on coffee before the show, so I'm pretty sure I can handle it. But I dropped my phone again. Got a new phone. It looks, it's a good looking phone. The battery life, eh. I want to be one of those people. I want to be one of those people that can have a cell phone without a, without a case. When there's no, not a case. Um you know, a protector. I don't want a screen protector. I don't want, but like the second that I decide, like, I'm not going to be one of those people with a case anymore. It's like, I dropped my phone. And it just slides out of my pocket when I like lean down. It's like, okay, next time I don't, I don't ride the bike with a cell phone on, which kind of defeats the purpose of having like, well, what if an emergency? What if you wreck on your bike? And you're just like, well, I just don't have my phone on me. It's at home charging. Well, what if you need it? Well, you got to get a jab. Oh, shut up. Um, I put my arm, yeah, I'll probably talk about it in the episode today, but they never found that Titanic, the Titan. No, I dropped my phone and it pisses me off. I want to be one of those people that's like, I don't need a case for my phone. I don't need a protector for my, I don't need a screen protector. I don't break my screen. I'm not one of those people. I'm just not. And so I want to be one of those people. And if it takes me a few phones to get through to become one of those people, then sure. But I never was one of those people. I'm not going to be one of those people. All right, I'll look for a case today. All right, how much is a case? Okay, we're outside. I forgot that I actually did have some bonus episode about being one of those people that has a cell phone. We're outside. There's a cute cat. There's a cute cat right there. We're just listening. Oh, there's a cute cat. Let's go over here. Into the... And I gotta take a shower now. Get ready for my interview. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Bling. Uh, My name's Bling. Um, Hey, there's a bunny bunny. There's a bunny bunny. 
That's a cute bunny bunny. That's a cute bunny. Blackbird's over here. Of course, we go outside and the blackbird stops making screeching and squealing, freaking squawking. We're trying. There it is. Well, you know, I was born and raised in Arizona. I moved to Utah, you know, a few years ago. I went back to school, got a couple degrees, and, uh, yeah, I <laughs> got marooned in Arizona. Back uh, just right after uh, Thanksgiving, my brother flew me out here. He disappeared. I have nothing. I was left with nothing. Some people called the police on me for some reason I don't know. And uh, I got blamed for it. I was homeless in Phoenix, and, uh, yeah. Tell it to the judge. Well, I've got a court date coming up. I'm trying to get a job so I don't have to deal with all the uh, ramifications uh, that's going to come from having a criminal record that I tried so hard my entire life, actually, to uh, avoid. But, you know, what? <laughs> Crazy white women will do what they do. Uh, get a job, you piece of shit. Put your hands behind your back. You're under arrest for obstructing justice and for resisting arrest. You have anything else to say? No, no. No, I'm good.